Welcome to the Valley Church. Our mission is to see changed lives, and we hope this relevant teaching inspires you to take the next step in your journey. Thanks for checking out the podcast and enjoy the message. Good morning. Welcome to the Valley. We're here. We're live in Troy, Ohio. Absolutely. And my name is Matt. Hi, Matt. I am Pastor Jessica. And we are so glad that you guys are here with us this morning. Yes. Shout out to our chat host, Rachel. We're so glad to have you serving with us this morning, Rachel. Mm -hmm. Uh, We love getting to be together on Sunday morning. And this space here before the service starts is kind of like our version of a lobby time that all of the folks behind us get to enjoy. So feel free to grab your coffee, get ready, grab your notes, whatever you need to do um, to get ready for the service. Uh, One of the things that we love to do is 
to hopefully generate some conversation happening in the chat this morning. So if you would let us know where you're watching from, mm -hmm. who's watching with you, we always get a kick out yes. of that. It's we've got good some, to see. Yeah, we've got some friends yeah. from around the world that tune in. And so mm -hmm. um, we just we love getting to know where you're coming from. Uh, but if you don't know what else to talk about, we also like to offer a question to kind of get things started, give us all something common to talk mm -hmm. about. Yep. So, real basic, uh, what are you up to today? What are your other Sunday plans? Yeah. So, it, it starts like every other Sunday. <laughs> we come to church. And Very then good. By the time you're done, you know, with the kids now being older, we have to come to second service for Lila and the teens group. Gotcha. And so, by then, it's 1230. Mm -hmm. Emily does not want to drive home and no. cook at that point. It's off. Me Plus, neither. the kids are getting hangry. <laughs> like ah. The kids are hangry. So, we always go out to eat. Nice. Uh, it's, you know, that way we spend time together, but sure. also it's because, you know, we're here and so we go there yeah. and eat. But today, me and Lila are going over to Columbus to see oh. the Columbus crew and the Ooh. Cincinnati FC soccer Ooh. game. Ooh. And Ooh. if you're, if you know anything about MLS and you're a fan, you know that they call this the hell is real soccer match Whoa. because it's the in-state rivals. Yeah. And so we're, we're really excited. So that'll be this <laughs> evening. So we're getting pumped for that. League, League's Cup was last night, so okay. uh, Messi, if you know anything about soccer, Messi, he's like a, he's from Argentina, and he's like the best soccer player in the world. Oh, wow. So he is in with Inter-Miami, and they just won the League's Cup last night. So Lila was watching soccer last night. The Women's World Cup was this morning, <laughs> so she was watching that. Oh, my goodness. And so it is like soccer, soccer. <laughs> yep, soccer weekend, so we're having fun. Wow. So, wow. Yep. How about you? I am not soccer. No, um, it's okay. You know, I couldn't have told you any of yep. that. So, you know, for those of you who are psyched about it, I'm so happy yep. for you. Yep. Um, instead, similarly, I'm yep. going to probably get lunch out uh, this afternoon after church. Um, yeah, because by yep. the time I wrap up things here and everybody's yeah. left and all of that stuff, it's usually, you know, 1230 going yes. on one. So yep. um, I'll do that. And then uh, this afternoon, evening, well, afternoon, I'm hoping to take a nap. Yeah. But this afternoon, <laughs> um, uh, later, my, I'm getting together with a group from the Piqua campus, young adult crew there. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to actually come to Troy for Chipotle, and then we'll head back up to Piqua to um, the group leader, uh, Kate Eaton's house for a bonfire in the backyard. Nice. So That'll be good. Yeah. Yep. Trying to get some more of those in, you know. Yep. I, I'm going to make the fire because I love making fire. I there think you go. That's, I'm a pyro. Yeah. That just is what I is. So, uh, but yeah, so those, th those are our Sunday plans. Good. Drop it in the comments uh, what you're up to this Sunday. Yep. And then what's happening today? So today is like any other Sunday. Same thing oh. in the church. We're going to have songs. They're yep. worship. We saw, we listened to them first service. Yeah. They're good. All three Absolutely. of them. The whole set is wonderful. Yep. The, the worship team does an amazing job week in and week out. So there's no doubt that that's always good. Absolutely. But we'll also hear from them. So the songs are kind of tied to our sermon series as yes. well. And so then you're also going to kind of hear a story from the vocalist that still intertwine mm -hmm. that whole theme through our, our music and our worship yeah. set as well. And so then you'll have the connection card, the digital connection card, as always, will yep. be on the screen that you can fill that out as well so that we know as much or as little about you as you want us to know. Yeah. Prayer requests are always, that's always open. It's oh, like yeah. a, it's like a 1-800 number, the hotline. It's, uh, yeah. it's <laughs> always open. <laughs> yes. So always throw those in the chat too. And then 
our new uh, new volunteer orientation mm -hmm. will be uh, the first of the month. So that's the third yeah. of September. Third of September and at so, nine thirty. Yes, at yep. nine thirty. And so your new orientation is kind of it's what, primarily what? for uh, family ministries. Okay. So if you want to be involved in anything with our kids or our teens, that's the the first step. Is you go there and you get a chance to see the the spaces, um, get. It, be able to catch the vision for what family ministries means here at the valley um, and then from there it's figuring out where your placement is yeah. and one of the cool things about the way the valley does volunteer serving is if it's not a good fit then we don't want to keep you there yeah. we want to help you find that space that really brings your gifts into um into their fullness mm -hmm. so yeah. uh you never feel like if stuck. You, yeah, if, if, yeah. If I sign up, I've signed <laughs> yeah. up for a life yeah. sentence. Okay, yeah. it's, that's not how we do things yeah. here. And yeah. if it, at some point you need to shift to a different place, uh -huh. you know, you've been serving there for a bit and then you need to move, that's fine too. That's cool. Yeah. And the other cool thing is that we most often operate on um, a, a rotation. So mm -hmm. you, you might be committed to one or two Sundays a month. So that's, again, that's yeah. not super complicated. It's no. not, you know, committing the every Sunday second service I'm stuck doing this it's right. it's really an opportunity to give back and to serve and and to invest your gifts in a place that you're wired for so right. and that's mostly for like you said the the kids and the teens ministry but as well here online if they yeah. want to serve online like we've got a couple we've got one guy that is he's kind of just job shadowing this morning yep. another one that came up to you this morning and yeah. said hey I'd love I to help do it. Like, and so maybe awesome. that's you you know maybe that's you with <laughs> yeah. being online maybe that's you and you say I want to be a chat host or I want to help some way yeah. reach out to us we can do the same yep. thing you know we don't have that new volunteer orientation kind of feel right but we would love to connect you with the right people at the right time and get yes. you in online Absolutely. too yeah. yeah so the rest of the service you know it's pretty pretty standard but mm -hmm. um we get to have pastor alan leach here with us this morning he is helping pastor cindy porter launch the sydney campus uh here in september and so he's with us this morning sharing some of his story and it was really good this morning yes. i'm, oh, I'm yeah. really excited for you guys to get to hear what he has to share uh and it's ultimately yeah. about God. It's about who God is and what God does in our lives and in the world. So yeah. definitely stay tuned for that. Coffee break's going to be a treat. Yeah, always. So exciting. <laughs> We're going to do another What's in the Box. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. And with this, I'm going to send you into service. Yep. Valley Church. We are so grateful that you're here with us this morning. I know in this season, back to school is happening. We're trying to get everything done and we're busy and we're stressed, but hopefully this morning you can put that all aside. Take a deep breath, relax, enjoy yourselves. I'm going to ask you to stand and worship with us this morning. However you feel comfortable, whether you're in person or online, you are so welcome here. Walls that we call sin and shame. They were like prisons that we couldn't escape. But he came. 
remember those giants we called death and grave. They were like mountains that stood in our way, but he came and he died and he rose. Those giants are dead now. This is our God. This is who He is. He loves us. This is our God. This is what He does. He saves us.
earth even though Jesus has gone to be with him in heaven he told us we don't ever have to be alone and so that presence of the Holy Spirit is something that we can feel it's something that can fill us in this new song it's talking about the Holy Spirit and it's and it refers to the Holy Spirit as a fresh wind a fresh wind not a stale wind or a warm wind but I just pray that as we sing this song, or maybe you worship with this song for the first time today, that maybe you feel something new and that the Holy Spirit brings something new or breathes new life into you this morning as we just worship as a body of believers.
We thank you for this time and this fresh wind, God, that you have given us. So many things in our life are routine. We know what's coming. We know what to expect, and things get stagnant. Things get stale. But God, you are there to give us that fresh wind when we need it, Lord. When we are depleted, when we're tired, you refresh our souls, God. And we thank you for that. I just pray for the message this morning that you would bless everyone in here. It's a message we all 
need to hear. We need to speak those words of life over ourselves, the words that God has given us, God's truth. And we thank you for that opportunity this morning, God. In your name, amen. Amen. It was so good worshiping with you this morning. We're going to continue, but we'd like you to have a seat. And Pastor Jessica is going to talk about some ways we can get connected here at the Valley. Thank you so much. Can we just give our worship some praise this morning? Give God some praise. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like Shelly said, my name is Jessica, and I am one of the pastors here at the Valley. And it is a pleasure to be here with you this morning. If you are worshiping with us online, I say welcome. Let your chat hosts know that you are there. They would love to interact with you. Um, if you are on site here in the seat pocket in front of you, there is a connection card. Why don't you go ahead and pull that out? If you are new or new-ish, we would love to connect with you. Give us as much or as little information as you feel comfortable. On the back of that card, that is actually for everybody, so everybody should pull the connection card out this morning. On the back, there is a spot for prayer requests, and I say this, and I mean this. We have a team of people here who care about the things that you are going through. If you have something that you want us to be praying for, let us know. Put it right back there. If it is confidential and you only want Pastor Mark to see that, there is a spot for you to check that as well. There is also some next step opportunities for you, and one of the things that I love about the Valley is we are always in encouraging people to take a next step. When you check one of these little boxes, you are actually positioning yourself for God to move in your life. And if this morning, if you wanted to know what that feeling was that was on your skin, that was the Holy Spirit. And if you don't know much about the Holy Spirit, let me know that so I can connect with you this week. If you accepted Christ today um, as your Savior, me, please let me know that. Don't, don't keep that to yourself. There is a spot on there that says, um, I'm committing my life to, to Jesus. And we want to know about that so we can come alongside of you. Um, also, there is a spot on the back of this connection card for serving, and serving at the Valley is important because when you say yes to serving, you are saying yes to using the gifts and talents that God has given you. When you say yes to serving, you're, you're serving with other people, so you get connected and possibly make friends, and when you say yes to serving, you are actually changing the lives of people around you, changing the lives in your home, and actually changing the lives in your community as well, and so we have multiple ways for you to get plugged in. We want everybody here on a serve team. There is an opportunity in two weeks from now to go to new volunteer orientation. And so that'll be on September 3rd. That is right after coffee break. And so that is an intentional time for you to hear a little bit more about things that go on in family ministry. Now, our family ministry, that is birth through 12th grade. And so you get to hear about ways that we want to partner with you as parents um, during your time as just being a, as being a parent. And so um, if you want to come to that, there is, there's just a sign up on the back of this. That's all you got to do is let us know that you want to come in here a little bit more about family ministry. When you sign that card, it's not a sign up forever. So you can just come in and check it out. If it's not for you, that's okay too. Um, but we want, to see, we want to give everybody an opportunity to explore what it's like to serve with our family ministry. Um, also here at the Valley, we like to do something called coffee break. So that is a time for us to um, fill up your coffee or you can... Um, Maybe just go and say good morning to a friend, or you can prepare your heart to hear the message. In about three minutes, you are going to want to come back to your seat because you are in for a treat. I heard Pastor Allen's message this morning, and it is going to really uh, stir you up a little bit. So I'm excited that you're here, and in about three minutes, when the lights dim, you can have come back and have a seat. That means go. Hey, guys. We're so glad to have you for coffee break. So glad. Uh, so glad. <laughs> Stoked even. Yep. Yes. Okay, yes. so uh, this is an opportunity where if you need to refresh your coffee cup or you need to go up and use the restroom or stretch or whatever you need to do, you got run. three minutes to do that. <laughs> you cannot run, I'm I sorry. Know. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> Meanwhile, we are going to play a game that Matt came up with and um, gave me the opportunity to experience first. So I just wanted to give him an opportunity to experience it as well. So, yeah. Yeah, why yeah. don't you tell us a little about this? Yeah, so she's going to put something in the box. I can't obviously can't see it, so I get to then guess and try to figure out what it is. Um, it's not supposed to bite, and it's not supposed to be live, so we hope that she... Uh, place along with the rules, <laughs> and here we go. I'm happy. This is great. Okay. All right, go for it. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> is this lunch? Like I think you heated it up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Feel free to drop in the chat what you think this is. Just like refried beans, like. <laughs> no. It's gooey. Ooh. <laughs> it smells too, but I can't put the smell to it. It's mashed potatoes. Yep. Nailed yeah. it. Good job. <laughs> Got yourself some mashed potatoes. I, I get a snack while Alan's preaching. <laughs> okay, we've got one more. It might be live. It's taking a long time. Oh boy. Okay. All right. <laughs> I hope it's dessert. Oh. <laughs> In the Is this like spam? Yes, it is. It is. I was going to say it's like a loaf of something. Oh. Okay, so why play a silly game? Like, why, why do this? Because think about it this way. Everybody huh? is a box, right? You see the outside of it, but you never really know what's on the inside. And I hope that the people that you get to meet and interact with, that you don't come to them uh, kind of afraid of what you're going to find. Yeah. But uh, there are times that as we get to know people a little more deeply, a little more truly, that we might encounter things that we don't love, things yeah. that we don't like, things that maybe rub us the wrong way. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the really important thing for us to remember is to, is to come to people with grace, come to people with um, kindness, because we all have mess. There's, all, there's things in all of our lives that we don't really love, that we don't really like, that we don't want anybody else to see. Yeah. But that's the stuff that needs the love of Christ. And so I challenge you, if you've got that kind of stuff in your life, find somebody you can trust who can help you heal through it. And if you know people who have that kind of mess in their lives, why don't you be that person for them? Yes. With that, we're going to head back into the message. Right. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, nice response. I love good responses. Good to have you this morning. Thank you for coming to the Valley. Um, my name's Alan Leach, and um, I'm going to be uh, speaking this morning and a few times the next few months as well. So just a joy to be with you today. Listen, we all have, we all have stories to tell, and um, our, our life is one big story. 
But then it's also uh, a multitude of stories that make up the big story. And uh, some of those stories, smaller stories within our life, when we think of them, when we reflect upon them, just joy and happiness comes, comes to our minds. Uh, you may be able to think of a moment right now in your life that when you think of it, it just brings, it just brings some, some happiness and some peace to you. But there are other stories in our lives that are filled with, with tragedy and difficulty and pain. And I'm sure that you can think of some of those stories as well, as much as you might not want to remember them. Uh, I've got stories in my life of adventure. Uh, I've got stories in my life of just boring, right? I mean, there's, there's parts of our lives, a lot of our life actually, that, that is kind of just going through the routine and, and just uh, going to work and getting home and taking care of kids and helping with grandkids and so forth and just kind of going along. But listen, all of us, all of us have stories to tell, and I'm going to tell you a little bit of my story today, uh, but I, I want you to not be afraid to be telling your story, because please hear this, there is power in your story, there is power in your testimony, there's power in how God has worked in your life as well, so I encourage you to be telling your story. I grew up uh, in a city near Indianapolis, Indiana called Beach Grove, a little small town. I was the youngest of three boys, so uh, we got into some trouble as we grew up. I grew up loving sports. Um, I grew up playing intramural basketball and Little League baseball and other kinds of sports that were team sports and most of the time, when I was out on the court or out in the field, I would look up and I would want to see my dad. But my dad rarely came to my sporting events. And that, along with many other things, and I'm going to share a few things more about my life, began to put some thoughts in my life that were not good. You see, he was a functioning alcoholic. He provided, but in my early ages growing up, there wasn't a whole lot more going on than just him prov providing. My mother, she was a wonderful mother who loved me, but she was dealing with her own stuff. She was depressed a lot. I can remember coming home from school and her laying on the couch and just covered in blankets and not really able to function fully as she needed to. My brothers, particularly one of the two, kind of helped raise me and take care of me. One of the things that he did a lot of was help me with homework. I was, I was a terrible student, and I was partly a terrible student because I was a terrible reader. Um, I may have had some dyslexia or something going on that I didn't know about. They didn't, they didn't bring those things up back then as much as they do now and stuff. But I struggled greatly as a student. As a matter of fact, my fifth grade year, I spent every night after school with an hour tutor just trying to help my reading skills. I was in 
the lowest reading class all throughout elementary. At a young age, a neighbor of ours whose father had pornography, I was introduced to pornography. At a young age, I started to have a relationship with my father. One of the things I did do was start gambling with him because he was a gambler and it gave me an opportunity to have something in common. Now you can see that all of these things added together and as I was going through my formative years of of growing up and developing and, and so forth, all of this shaped All of this shaped my thought life and what went through my mind and how I thought about myself and how I thought about life as a whole. It's been called stinking thinking. Anybody heard that phrase, stinking thinking? Well, listen, I had a lot of it. And and stinking thinking goes like this. And this is how I thought. And I think much of what I just shared shaped, of, shaped my thoughts. It's, it's thoughts like this. I don't matter. I don't matter. I'm not important. I'm not good enough. I'm stupid. I'm a bad person. I'll never amount to anything. You see, I grew up thinking, therefore believing these kinds of things. And my mind, as I grew up, became teenager and so forth, my mind would play these tapes and over and over and it's just how I developed. And, and it came to a point where I didn't even question it or recognize it, it just is it was who I was. It's, it's how I thought. At 17 years old, some friends from school and from Little League invited me to church. It was some guys. And I said, no thanks. But some girls from that same church invited me. <laughs> and guess what? Church became a great idea. It wasn't a few months in that I started going. And no matter the avenue God uses to get you there, I trusted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And he changed me on the inside. He changed my heart. It is Jesus himself said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. My, my salvation, the forgiveness of sin, all came because of what Jesus Christ had done for me on the cross of Calvary. Now, he changed my heart. He changed me on the inside. But this is what God does. He changes us on the inside, and then he starts working on the outside. And for me, a large part of that was working not just on the outside and my actions, but also my mind and what my thoughts were. You know, I still had these old tapes, even after I had accepted Christ. 
all the baggage that we come into a relationship with doesn't just all disappear. Now, we're forgiven of all our sin, but we still got a lot of stuff we need to deal with many times. It happens in marriage. It happens in a relationship with God as well. So these old tapes continued to play. And, and as they continued to play, it kept me from becoming who God wanted me to be, who God had designed for me to be, who God had planned for me to be. For example, I didn't have confidence in myself at all because of these old tapes playing over and over that I don't matter and that I'm stupid and that I'm not important. I didn't have any confidence, no confidence enough to try anything new, nor to be able to follow God's plan that he had for me. It was also hard for me to, to show uh, love because, because I felt and believed that I was unlovable. It was difficult to encourage other people when I wasn't thinking clearly about myself. Listen, I needed some help. I needed some help, and it was through reading God's word. It was through spending time with God. It was, it was through finding a Christian counselor to, to work through some of this and talk through some of this and begin to develop some skills to deal with stinking thinking. So I began looking into the word of God and let me share three scriptures with you that, that will begin to help you understand and helped me understand what God thinks about our mind and what it is he wants to be doing in our mind. This is what 2 Corinthians 10.5 says. It says to take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Let me read that again. To take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Now, let me ask you a question. A very practical question. When was the last time you thought about what you think about? That's a very important question. Because God is saying to think about what you think about. He's saying, be aware of what is going through your mind. Be aware of your thoughts. And he goes as far as to say, take captive. Pay attention to because they matter. Take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Philippians 2.5 from the New Century Version says this. In your lives, you must think and act like Christ Jesus. Now, we, we are very aware that we are to, Christ set the example and we are to act, we are to live out the kind of life that Christ lived. That's what being a Christian, Christ-like, is all about. And we mainly base that on actions. This verse tells us we also need to be thinking like Christ thought. Ephesians 4, through 24 says this, you were taught with regard to your former way of life. Paul is talking to the people in Ephesus and 
He's talking to the church, and he's talking to people who have trusted Christ as their Lord and Savior. And he's saying, listen, you were taught this way, but, but you, are, you are to put off your old self. You are to put off your old self because it's being corrupted by its deceitful desires, and you are to be made new. Listen to this. I want to see if it was up there. To be made new in the attitude of your minds. All of a sudden, you start seeing some scriptures and you start understanding, you know what? My thought life matters. My thought life is important. God cares greatly about what I think. As a matter of fact, God wants me to have a new attitude in my own mind, in what I am thinking. Goes on to say, and to put off the or put on, excuse me, the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Listen, you've heard some of my story, and it doesn't matter what the story is. Doesn't matter if your story compares to mine in any way or doesn't compare to mine, I still believe that, that we still all deal in some way, in some form, with stinking thinking. And we've got to constantly pay attention to, to what is happening in our thought life. And let me tell you why. Why, why, Pastor Allen, why should I be concerned with my thought life? Why should I be concentrating or caring about renewing my mind? Well, my first answer to that would be because Scripture already has told us to pay very particular attention to it, to, to take every thought captive that, that we're made new in the attitude uh, of our minds and that we are to think and act like Christ. There's the businessman, Frank Outlaw, that said it this way. Watch your thoughts. They become words. Watch your words because they become actions. Watch your actions because they become habits. Watch your habits because they become character. Watch your character for it becomes your destiny. Let me ask you a question. Where did that start? It starts with our thoughts. You see... God wants to take you somewhere. God wants to, wants to give you a, a new hope and a new future. And, and, and he wants to give you, Scripture tells us, life and life abundantly. And let me tell you one thing that can get in the way of that. It is stinking thinking. And, and, and way before Frank ever thought or came up with this quote, this is what God says in Proverbs 23, verse 7. For as he thinks within himself, so is he. Your thoughts end up do determining your destiny. Scripture says this in Romans 12, too. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. How? How are we made different? How are we transformed? The Word of God says it this way. It's one of the ways to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's then you will be able to test and approve what is God's will, His good and pleasing and perfect will. Listen, God has provided a way for us 
to renew our minds. God has provided a way for us to take stinking thinking and begin to put it where it belongs and to begin to concentrate on truth. Truth. You see, it is through the word of God, it is through the spirit of God that God speaks and helps us understand not our identity according to what the world has said, not our identity according to what our experiences have been, not our identity according to how we grew up, not our identity according to what other people say, but God says, I want to give you an identity according to who you are in Christ. And that matters greatly. And it begins to transform you as you transform the renewing of your mind. It begins to transform who you are. It begins to transform how you think. It begins to transform every aspect of your life. This matters. So let me tell you how to do it. I know you're thinking, Pastor Allen, you've taken, uh, whatever, 15 minutes, and you're just now getting started on your points. That's not a problem because we're going to move through these five points quickly, but I need you to pay attention for 15 more minutes. And as we move through these points, this is what I want you to do. I want you to say, Lord, what one point do you really want me to hear and apply? Don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. What do you want me to hear? And what do you want me to start applying today and tomorrow and this week in my life. So how do we renew our minds? First of all, focus on godly things. The one thing God might want you to be doing is shifting your thinking. This is my favorite verse of all when it comes to the mind. It says this, God tells us what to think. He says in this Philippians 4, 8, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, if anything is admirable or excellent and praiseworthy, think up on such things. Let me ask you a question. Are the things that you think about when it comes to your life, when it comes to who you are, when it comes to do I matter or don't matter, when it comes to am I loved or not loved, when it comes to life in general, what are your thoughts? Are they true? Are they pure? Are they lovely? Are they admirable? Are they excellent? Are they praiseworthy? If they're not, please hear me, that is stinking thinking. Because God tells us to think about these things. He tells us that, Paul does, that we can control our thoughts by thinking godly things. We're not to deal, we're not to dwell upon, we're not to stay in negativity, we're not to stay in stinking thinking. We need to be filling our mind with things that are true, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. Secondly, make some changes. God might be calling you when it comes to your mind and stinking thinking. He might be calling you to make some changes. 
Let me ask you, what do you listen to? What books do you listen to on Audible? What podcasts are you allowing to enter your mind? What's, what's the theme of the songs that you listen to? Now, I could start getting into all kind of genres, and I could start getting into all kind of real stories of what some songs say. I don't have time to do any of that, but you and I all need to be evaluating what are we listening to. And not only what, but who are we listening to? Who are you allowing to speak into your life? I'm going to push really hard here and say one of the changes might be God saying it's time to get some new friends. And I say that because there are friends that speak negatively all the time. There are friends that are always gossiping. There are friends that are always speaking not lovely, not purely, not admirable, not excellent or praiseworthy, but there's friends that are speaking into your life the opposite of those things. And God might be saying today, it's time to listen to someone else and allow somebody else to be speaking into you. Thirdly, let go of the past. You see, in order to renew our minds, we must let go of the past and look to the future. We can't let the past influence our present mind. This is what Philippians 3, 13 and 14 says. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do. Paul says there's one thing I make sure to continue to do, and that is forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on to the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I had to take this step. And I had to say all that stuff, I had to deal with it, but then I had to leave it back there. And I had to deal with it by saying that's, that's how I felt at the time, and that's kind of how I developed uh, some thoughts that were stinking thinking, but you know what? That is no longer who or what I am. And I had to let go of the past in order to live in the present and look towards a future that was bright. Fourthly, exercise your mind. Exercise your mind. 1 Timothy 4, 7 and 8 says, Have nothing to do with godless myths or old wives' tales. A lot of what I was fed, I just consider it now, godless myths and old wives' tales. It was, it was junk. It was not good for me, but I continued to hear it and I continued to take it and I continued then to believe it and accept it. And the scripture says, have nothing to do with those kinds of things. Rather, please hear this, train yourself to be godly. If you are going to get rid of stinking thinking, it takes some training. Train yourself to be godly. 
For physical training has some value, but godliness, and, and here is what I said earlier, but scripture is now saying it, godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Listen, this idea of changing stinking thinking and changing it into something else will change your life, but it takes training. If you hear anything I've said this morning, hear this one sentence because this is the most important thing I'm going to say today. How do we train ourselves to be godly? The best way is to replace stinking thinking with God's truth. Replace stinking thinking with God's truth. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel lovable. I didn't think God loved me. I didn't think others loved me. And yet, the word of God says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I had to come to a point to where I said, every time I thought I'm not loved, I'm not lovable, I had to come to a point of training myself to say, nope, that old tape is, I'm pushing stop, and I'm going to push play on this new tape that is the word of God, that is truth, that says God loves me with an everlasting love. And you repeat that over and over, and you take captive every thought that you have to recognize, is it stinking thinking, or is it truth? Is it negative and harming me, or is it things that are lovely and admirable and excellent and praiseworthy? Let me give you another example. I'm not important, and I don't matter. That's what I believed. And that's what the stinking thinking kept saying. And yet God's word says this. For God loved Alan Leach. For God loved Alan Leach so much that he gave his one and only son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever, as Alan Leach, believes in him, Alan Leach will not perish but have eternal life. Had I been the only sinner that there was, Jesus Christ still would have come and he would have died for me. Let me ask you something. Do I matter? Absolutely. I matter greatly to him. Let me give you another example. Sometimes... I look in the mirror and I say, ugh. I mean, it's hard to do anything else with this hair, so. But I may not like, as I just turned 57 a couple weeks ago, more wrinkles that I see, or I may not. I may not like the way something looks, or I may not like the few extra pounds that I put on. And if I'm not careful, I begin stinking thinking about me and about what I look like. And yet God says, 
when I knew you as I, as I, before I formed you in your mother's womb. And as I made you, I want you to know something. You are a masterpiece. Let me ask you, when you look in the mirror, what is it you see? Do you go, uh? Or do you go, oh yeah, I am a masterpiece. You see, it's here. It's either stinking thinking or it's replacing it with truth and what God says about you. Listen, this point right here could be a sermon all by itself. Because we start stinking thinking and we get into stinking thinking and we begin to identify with stinking thinking and this is who we are and this is what we're about and this is... And yet God says... No, this is who you are in Christ. You're redeemed. You're loved. You're forgiven. There is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ. And we begin to replace that stinking thinking and those thoughts with who God says I am and what God thinks about me. Please understand the difference that that makes, not just in your head, but begins to make differences in how you parent, begins to make differences as far as being a spouse and, and what kind of spouse you are, begins to make differences in what kind of worker you are. And, and it goes on and on and on of what God wants to do if we will shift our stinking thinking to God's truth. The last thing is spend time with God. God in prayer not only wants to hear from you, he loves you, he wants to hear your concerns, he wants to hear your heartaches, he wants to hear your joy, but he also wants to speak into you. There was a day long ago when I was walking and praying and asking God to say something to me. And I'm, I'm looking for some big revelation. I'm looking for something spectacular. I'm looking for a major direction. And God simply says three words. And he kept saying it over and over. He said, I love you. I love you. Alan, I love you. And for the first time, I mean, I had read it. I had heard it. I had known it. But for the first time, it went from here to here. And for the first time, I could rest in the knowledge and the truth that he loved me. That comes from spending time with him.
Scripture says in Psalms, be still and know that I am God. We spend a lot of time doing so many busy things. We spend a lot of time on our phones. It's not a matter of do I have time. It's a matter of how am I prioritizing my time. If you're not, I would encourage you to get close to him. He has so much that he wants to pour into you through his word, through his spirit. He wants to speak to your wounds and to your hurts. He wants to give you truth opposed to the stinking thinking. And he loves you dearly. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the word that penetrates. Now, Father, I pray for each and every one of us that we will look back and allow your Holy Spirit to speak into and Lord, after this service, not leave this and say, well, that was a nice message. But Father, may your spirit speak into us in a way that reminds us of the one step that you want us to be taking. There may be some things we need to stop listening to and change. It may be, Father, a matter of taking captive every thought and recognizing stinking thinking maybe for the first time and saying, no, that's not who I am in Christ. This is who I am in Christ. It may be just simply carving out some time and taking something away so that I can spend more time with you. It may be asking the question, are the things that I'm thinking lovely and pure and true and admirable and excellent and praiseworthy? Father, pour into us today. And Lord, may we not leave here the same that we came in here. May this just not be a checkbox of saying I came to church. May it be you impacting our lives through community, through unity, through worship, through the word. God, we have been blessed to be here. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Are you glad, not because of my preaching, but are you glad you came this morning? Have you been blessed? Listen, when you miss, you miss something. I don't know what that something is, but you miss something when you miss. Hey friends, we're so glad that you stuck with us through the whole service. It's one of those things that I, I just hope that you guys have had the opportunity, that you've taken the opportunity through this series to reflect on your own stories, reflect on where you've come from, where the Lord has brought you. Because everybody has a story. Each one of you has a story. And it can have all kinds of stuff in it, right? There's not one right story. Right. Uh, it's, 
I mean, I came from a Christian home. I, you might say I've got the perfect story, but I've have, I have my own stuff. And you might have a story similar to Pastor Allen's or similar to Pastor Mark's from last week or to one of the uh, musicians that has shared their story. All of them are important. And there's somebody that needs to hear your story. There's somebody who's going to find encouragement based on what you've gone through and how the Lord has brought you through those things. So don't keep it to yourself. Part of what God does in our lives is not just for our benefit, but for the benefit of others. So I hope that you'll be willing to reflect on your story and be ready to share it with whoever might need to hear it. Yeah. And that's like Alan today, you know, some of those things that he was going through as a child, that's hard mm. to to share and to vocalize to other yeah, people because you don't really want others yeah, to know <laughs> that. And you know and, it's and you but you look back and you say, look, like let's be honest, the devil was working in Alan yeah. as, from a from a young age. Yeah. And the devil knows when someone has something inside of them that could potentially wreck his world and sure. so he wants to take you down and he knew that alan had a had a voice and he's obviously a, a very well-spoken preacher mm-hmm. and somehow the valley got a hold of him now and he's going to help <laughs> yeah. launch the valley the sydney campus here in yeah. a month and so if he would have listened to the devil as a young kid and not pushed him out where would he be yeah he certainly might not be here with us and so, yeah. you know, maybe that's you and maybe the devil speaks loud to you and you just say, you know what, it is time to kick him to the curb yep. and to see what God has for me. Yeah. And so if that is you, then the number will pop up on the screen. Text today to that number. We want to come alongside of you. We want to nurture yeah. what you have and yep. we want to just walk with you in your, your walk with Christ yeah. and say, we're going to be your brothers and sisters and we're going to help you out. And we want Absolutely. to see, we want to see what he's going to do within you just as much yeah. as you want exactly to. and so yeah. if that's you today drop that drop that to our to the number below today the word today and let us know yeah yeah we we yeah. love seeing what god does because god is a, a miracle working god and he can take anything from you your past your mistakes the things done to you and make something beautiful out of it yeah. so yeah we definitely want to come alongside yeah. you we also want to come alongside you in prayer. So we believe in the power of prayer, that prayer is not just us talking to God, but it's being in God's presence and having God work in our behalf. And so we would love to come alongside you and pray over whatever it is that's on your heart and mind. Um, so you can drop that in the chat. You can text that to us using the number on the screen, um, 937-358-6565. Just text the word prayer. And we would love to connect with you. Um, if you text that, it'll send you a link to a short form. You can fill out however much or little of that as you want. But that will then connect you with one of our pastors uh, who will reach out to you this week. So that's an option. If you would be interested in serving, if you feel the tug on your heart to do that, um, you can also text the word serve to that number as well. And we will get you connected with whatever service area or opportunity you're interested in. Uh, so... There are many ways to respond. I hope that you'll take one of the five points that Pastor Allen suggested and apply that to your life and look out because when we do those things, <laughs> some pretty yeah. cool stuff can happen yeah. and you'll Always. be surprised, yeah. but it's good. It's all good. God is good all the time. Yeah. All the time he is good. So with that, we pray peace and wisdom into your life this week and we hope to see you next Sunday. Yes.
Thanks for joining us today. To stay up to date with our weekly messages, make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or download our app to stay connected with all things the Valley. And if today's message impacted you, share it with a friend, because changed lives change lives.